Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean. Me and Sean, how's it going? Hi, I'm Sean. I'm over 18 and I'm ready to have fun. Oh, no. <laughs> Why does that make it sound real, like, worse? I want to have fun talking about weird news with my pal. All Everything I said in that was factual, Connor. I've never met this man before, police. <laughs> what are you doing here? Connor, I am good. Uh, thank you for asking me to be on another episode of Weird News yeah. Wednesday. It's always One touch and go days. whether I'll be invited back. Yeah. I like the idea that every week you're like an alternate. <laughs> like, I'm ke- I keep feeling like I'm going to get someone this week, I promise. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Joe Rogan pulled out this uh, week. Sean, can you, can you fill I, in? You're just like sitting by the phone. <laughs> it's gotten to episode like 500. You're like, what if this is the week though? What if this is the week what? Joe Rogan turns up? <laughs> what if he, what if he doesn't pull out this time? Yeah, and I've just got like a Batman-style hotline set up in my sitting room. <laughs> um, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who's been too busy fighting crime in Gotham City to look mm. at any weird news. Are we talking 60s Batman or like Bale Batman? Oh, I'm talking Bale Batman, Connor. Oh. You know I'm doing some Krav Maga on these guys. And your knees don't work. 
One of them actually doesn't. I have a knee issue. I have a, yeah, I have patella femoral malalignment. It's really sore. That is a mouthful. <laughs> Could you not just say, and if anyone asks, just like, oh, my knee is just sore. Just I have a twisted sore. kneecap. Ah, uh, the old what? twisted kneecap. You the don't old twisty that. knee. <laughs> twisting is he coming or going we don't fucking know <laughs> um, so Sean this is weird news um, and we are starting this week with something that I mean is a bit of a mystery and there oh. is currently a terror striking a small Leicestershire resident um, uh, I would say a phantom phantom of some kind because I have okay doorbell owner wants phantom farter to come clean Sean oh fuck what uh, I, um yeah I that's the weirdest description of a person I've ever heard not phant, <laughs> not phantom farter doorbell owner <laughs> yeah, that's what caught my eye as well <laughs> the I, I'd argue like, many people own doorbells <laughs> I would say it's almost universal if you have any sort of residence whatsoever I actually don't have a doorbell. Uh, I you have do a not. knocker. It scares the shit out of me every uh, time someone knocks it. Th- that kind of a just like a knocker really reminds you of like horror movies or like old mansions. You're thinking of uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, aren't I you? I am indeed. Marley and Marley. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Great film. It's Watch it for the first time this last Christmas. Really good. First time. It's first so time. Good. It's so, so good. And I, we, uh, this is completely off topic, but we did a top five Christmas movies list a few years ago we did. on Movie Mondays, and you didn't have Muppets Christmas Carol anywhere near the list, and I had it number one, and I got, no. I would say, pff, slagged. I would say I got insulted, because well, you were like, it's not number one. No, to be fair, I did pick a hill to die on there, but now having seen the movie, yeah. I would firmly put it at number two, Connor. Behind, don't say all of the other reindeer. <laughs> it's all of the other reindeer. It's the best Christmas movie. You can all fight me. Nobody else has seen that. <laughs> Everyone's seen it. Drew Barrymore plays a little dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's like top of her IMDb list. <laughs> this is this is the thing. There's a postman who has the same voice as the robot devil from Futurama, Connor. No it's way. perfectly Christmassy. I'm kind of in now, to be honest. <laughs> that's that's Lord Mead. Does he play the violin? Uh, he is. He is. No, he's not, actually. No, that's fair enough. Um, doorbell owner. I'll, doorbell owner. Just just to go back to this, the journalist, when writing this, went to, like, in my head, did, like, a one-on-one interview. I was like, how would you describe yourself? Like, what, what would be your hobbies or interests? Well, I own a doorbell. Um, that's probably oh, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had like a really long story of how they're like. Well, I help, I help charities. Um, I was building houses over in just like very poor areas. Um, for you know the orphans. Uh, mm. I also I run marathons every year. I'm kind of a fitness freak. Uh, Climb the ten highest love. peaks in the world. Uh, you know, just general day to day stuff. I was a professional boxer for a few years. Um, you, was athlete. it like passive aggressive that they sat down to do the interview <laughs> and the doorbell rang and they had to get up? And so the interviewer said, "Well, fucking doorbell <laughs> owner, and it's apparently more important than talking to me." <laughs> 
Mr. I walk away rudely in the middle of fucking interviews, dickhead. Um, so, doorbell order wants Phantom Farter to come clean, Sean. Um, oh. A Leicestershire resident has called for a man who keeps farting in front of their doorbell to come clean. As an anonymous poster in the Spotted Wigston Facebook page claimed the bespectacled chap has been continually letting off, and I don't like this part of the article, Sean, bum burps. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, there was... uh, I, I once knew someone who referred to them as a trouser cough, so I don't know which one is better. <laughs> you don't want that these days. Oh no, he's got no, a trouser oh. cough. <laughs> oh yes, he forgot his trouser mask. We're all going to get trouser COVID. <laughs> which I think is going to oh, up, but I'm not sure. I think I shit myself. <laughs> Do I have trouser COVID? <laughs> Doctor, doctor, um, please help. <laughs> I read this online. Um, so, uh, he, apparently this person keeps letting, sorry, this bespectacled chap keeps letting off a bum burps in front of their doorbell cam. So they've got a camera in the doorbell, uh, which Fair. adds to the, adds to the, I mean, the terrorism of it all. Um, it's, it's somehow more sinister if it's not a camera doorbell, though. If it's just oh, like it's a just, regular doorbell. Yeah, you, you're just doing it for the love of the sport at that stage. That, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a personal pleasure, like farting in front of that person's front door. <laughs> in a video evidencing this claim, the man can be seen staring into the camera with a straight face as he creaks out a sort of double guff before grinning and nodding <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> And clearly they don't know him because they've seen him like his full face and just like have like they're not like, oh, that's Tom from down the road. He's a local scourge. I think that adds to the audacity. I think that adds to the shithousery, literally, Um, to be like, to walk. (laughs) Well, we don't know how far this man went. (laughs) (laughs) One day it's going to go too far. We all know. But like to have that confidence internally to be like. They can't pin this on me. They have no records of my This is another thing. Because, like, yeah, they have no records of him. But outside of all of that, the, like, showmanship that this man has, because I don't know about you, I can't just summon one on command when I'm standing in front of someone's doorbell. Like, unless he waits till he has to. Yeah, is it time and sensitive? Like, is is he waiting in the res- general area, and then when he feels something happening, sprints, sets off at a sprint to the right See, area? I think in that situation, I think a sprint is risky, Connor, mm. because like you don't know, you don't know which road you're gonna take on yeah. that sprint, and like, well, like you don't want to be farting mid sprint. Not well. The speed boost is admirable, <laughs> but if you're running to somewhere where you have to perform. A, a little trouser cough, then you want to save it all for the for for opening night, you know. <laughs> Where are you we? You know gone? what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone off the rails early. <laughs> Is this toilet humor? Are we devolved to toilet humor on this podcast? I think we're not the ones farting in front of cameras. I think this had to be thrown into weird news. I mean, it's weird news, and there's a man terrorizing a family. 
by continuously walking up to their doorbell, which has a camera on it, farting into it, and then walking away. And to me, if we didn't cover this, it would be our journalistic integrity would be gone. Okay, so yeah, you, no, you're right, and we do provide a service to the people. So let's try and solve this problem. Is what I'm okay. thinking of. So number one, and this is this is a standard, like dealing with bullies problem, which is you just remove the camera doorbell. You take the satisfaction out of it for the bully. Now. You leave the, the, a big bag of shit on your own doorstep and wait for him to arrive. See, this is route number two that you could take. <laughs> Literally. Which is you try and be worse to him than he is to you. Right? Mm. So, big bag of shit, one way to go. Uh, dog who hasn't, like, ever taken a shit... Just, just leave him near the door. How, I don't know how. Sorry, I don't, how, how I don't know how you'd engineer that kind of situation. I'm an ideas man, Connor. <laughs> you just keep looking at Rover, don't you? Fucking dare! Not no, until he arrives. No. no. <laughs> like, the, like the, the the other place my head is going is that you somehow, and I don't know how possible this is, but you use the camera in the doorbell to set up some kind of airsoft rifle. Which can track the man. And like, I think the only option is you try to figure out a time that he continuously turns up. You learn his rhythms. You learn his his schedule. Then mm. you kind of pinpoint when the next strike will happen. And when it, whenever you feel like that will be, you get you, maybe your partner, maybe another friend. You hide in the general area of bushes around it. And you wait for the man with the glasses to show up, who's got a bit of a shifty walk because he's holding one in until he gets there. Of course, because he had a long run. He had a long run mm. to get over. Mm-hmm. And then what? Then you pull out the sock that you've filled with a padlock and you just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's an actual genuine <laughs> concern. Oh, that's a, that's a crime. Sorry, that is a crime. No, no, that you could a... literally beat the shit out of him. <laughs> 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 at that point. <laughs> that's risky and that's just that is risky because then like you have to deal with it because now you're a part yeah. of it um <laughs> like unless unless right because presumably this alarm would this doorbell would send a notification to a phone that's how my parents camera doorbell works of course and it's like it's like someone's at the door right so you wait till you get that notification and then you go around from back of the house where he can't see you. And you just walk up to your own house. And you say to your man, God, do you do this too? Right? <gasps> and now there's two of you. Now you're friends. Yeah. Right? And so you say, oh, well, I'll see you again next week. Next week comes by. There you both are, ready to do the business. And then you beat him with a sock with a padlock on it. <laughs> I like the idea of going through that whole scenario for weeks, <laughs> like embedding yourself like a gang undercover. Yeah, like you go to Christmas with his family, like, <laughs> and he unwraps, he unwraps his present, and it's the padlock. It's, it's the a padlock. Oh, oh, show me that for a second. Wait, let me show you how it works. <laughs> Turns around to all of his sons and daughters, just winging it. 
then he gets his entire family to fart on him. But John, you've been my friend for 15 years. <laughs> Why now? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the long con, Derek? <laughs> Um, look, I just feel like this person put this on Facebook expecting sympathy and you'll be pleasantly surprised to know that people were just kind of laughing and thought it was funny that they were going through this issue. But this is a, it's a genuine problem that's, that's oh, yeah, yeah, like striking mis- this person. Don't mistake our laughter for like not taking this seriously. No. Like Trying to make the best out of a bad situation. But like this is... This is genuinely unsettling for someone to have to go through. I mean, it's unsettling, but it's just the right level of shithousery that I, I'm, I'm on board. Because you're not, you're not doing anything other than farting, which is, makes yeah, it funnier. Yeah. He's not entering the house. There's none of that. Like, it's objectively harmless. But it's just, like, why would you bother? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Petty shithousery. Petty um, shithousery. Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and it involves something that is probably going to creep you out a little bit more because. Ooh, I don't like this. We've covered a few ghosts on this on this show, oh, we have. Um, oh, we have. and you are our resident ghost hunter. Uh, who are you going to call? But Sean. Sean. <laughs> it's not as catchy. <laughs> um, but Sean, this pub in England is currently having a bit of a crisis as the staff are too scared to work alone and everyone there is even too scared to even go it could be going out of business because i have pubs ghost leave staff too scared to work alone as cctv captures item moving on its own sean oh fuck fuck oh fuck okay we had a story similar to this about chairs and stuff moving in a in a Mm -hmm. british pub but it's a different pub, I'm led to believe. So, sisters Rochelle Stocks and Ashley Nailsbit took on the Black and Grey pub in Darlington last year and Darlington. say that they've witnessed all kinds of strange goings-on since, including a pen spinning and a brush <laughs> moving on its own, leaving staff okay. frightened to work at all. Right. So... Are those the only two instances of strange things going on? Or the sisters said that they were upstairs last year when they heard banging from the pub below. Concerned that they had a burglar, they called the police. And when the, after checking the whole place out, the police looked at them and they said, there's no evidence of a break-in. Nobody there's not was been a here. break-in here for 90 years. <laughs> It's a very old policeman. <laughs> um, Rochelle said, We were staying upstairs in the apartment, and in the middle of the night, we both shot up awake, and we were like, What on earth is going on? It kind of sounded like metal banging together, like if you'd grabbed some pots and started hitting them beside each other. That's why we thought it was getting closer, because down the corridor is the kitchen, Sean. Of course. <laughs> I said, call the police straight away because there was just so much banging and clattering downstairs. We were certain someone had broken into the pub. So we rang the police, said there's someone downstairs. They come out. They say there's nothing here. There's no disturbance whatsoever. We looked at the CCTV cameras and there was nothing apart from shadows. There was a shadow. Bobbing across the bar, and there was nothing to create this shadow, Sean. 
Nothing at all. Nothing oh, within like the the window of the camera, but like surely there are places outside the camera that can cast a shadow, Connor. Because I'm a ghost investigator, along. but I'm also a skeptic, as we know. <laughs> it's it's always a really quick day out whenever you're on the job. You turn you turn up, you go. To be honest. I don't really even think there are ghosts, so I'll just I, head I, I home. I don't believe it. It's just, just kind of, I think I'm wasting your time here now. Sorry. Okay, as well. I, sorry, we've been a bit quiet as you've been reporting, Connor, because before I saw the video, I had to watch a fucking board fall chat ad. But. <laughs> That's a very Irish joke. Go on. I, it's, it's our tourism board. It's like, I don't want to go to Wexford. Uh, <laughs> I so, don't want to go here. I'm already here. <laughs> so. It's the video is called "Chilling Moment." A quote unquote ghost move up moves objects in front of pub staff, oh, fuck. and it's a video of one of these sisters holding a pen in the air mm-hmm. and then in her hand, and then the pen rotates. You're getting ahead of me, Sean, because that was only the first incident, the breaking. But now I'm going to creep you out all together because we're moving mm, on to the I fact that they're so. like, I think there's a ghost here. How do we prove it? We do the old pen spin trick that we all know and love from Ghostbusters 2. And so they walk in. in Ghostbusters 2. It's absolutely not. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> a couple of days later, Rochelle asked the ghost, who they call Paul, to move the pen in her hand. And to her surprise, Sean, the pen started to slowly rotate in her hand. I feel like that's probably a trick you can learn. Like, that's an uncle trick that someone would have, you know. I, mean, I can make an egg roll around in my hand without moving my hand. That's like that's not just, true. That, I can make a chub-a-chub stand on end in my hand. That's not okay? true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. I will get a lollipop the next time I see you. It'll be very strange. Very okay? specific. <laughs> Just show up. Hi, I'm not actually here to talk about the podcast. Look at my fucking hand. I'm also not here to hang out as friends either. I'm here to prove a point. <laughs> and you immediately leave. <laughs> right, back to my train. I left work for this. They're mad. I quit my job for this. I better go beg to get it back. So, Sean, this ghost is absolute. I mean, they say Paul is gentle. But they admit that they no longer sleep in the pub alone for fear that he may attack them. And so, I mean, you have this ghost going around, Sean. I wanted to bring this to light because this ghost, we have video evidence which could clearly disprove all of your just negativity, all your maybe wariness to believe. There's a video of a moving a pen. How many of you ever seen a ghost move stationary? You haven't. So my question to you, Sean, is what's going on here? I mean, all I saw in that video was someone hold up a pen in their hand and then the pen moved, which I would argue you could probably say that the person moved it. Mm. Uh, Also, even if Paul the ghost moved this pen, they asked Paul to do it. He's clearly very accommodating. Why are they afraid of an attack from such an accommodating... A simple statement of, fuck off, Paul, might suffice. (laughs) Yeah, and like there are ways, to, like if you want to know what Paul's about, just ask him to write something with the pen that he's clearly able to move. <laughs> he's been that around non-stop. Yeah, like a record baby. Or like, 
And look, I think I make this joke every time that we have a haunted pub. Yeah. Uh, they they clearly serve spirits. Connor. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's good. I feel it's like good. this... It's a classic. What's happened here is one pub did the ghost story and they got yeah. some publicity. And Bit of an uptick in business during a difficult time for pubs. four or five haunted pubs in like the past six months that they just are like... Our, our one's definitely haunted and we've got video evidence and so yeah. I need to bring it up because there's video evidence and I, I know you're a sceptic and a ghost hunter simultaneously so I never know what side of the fence you're going to end up on <laughs> bit of a I conflict know. of interest I will be honest <laughs> you're just I like I love the you walking around going, this is all fucking pointless <laughs> walking around this is bullshit going. you're all idiots <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> oh shit I believe I'm Mulder now from the X-Files. But, like, I live near a pub that is, like, supposedly haunted as well. And it's... It's grand. But, like, it's not the best crack in the world, either. So, what's the point? Do you work on the tourism board for them? I do, yeah, yeah, actually. I used to. Uh, They let me go very recently, for whatever reason. (laughs) Lads, it's grand. Like a bad (laughs) atmosphere. Really weird vibe, but it's grand. Really weird vibe. Like, you never know. Like, it's not, it's never great crack, but, like, it's fine. (laughs) Like, like you'll go, and you'll have a few. And you'll you'll be like, will we go to the fun place? After, yeah, uh, does anyone know anywhere better with a bit of crack and a bit of of music? Yeah, because this pub is near the taxi rank, so it's like, oh, okay, it's easy to get to. And yeah. then you go off into other places. Does your town Look, also have, by the way, and this is such a small town go thing, because like, my <laughs> town, <laughs> where I grew up is like fucking tiny compared to like everywhere else. So we had like three pubs and one of them was the yeah. nightclub, right? So one of them was the main nightclub. And so you always go to one of them from like nine to 11. And then at 11, you'd go from the 11 to half 12. Or 12 o'clock. Oh, right, And then okay. the nightclub was across the road from the second pub. So you go from... And everybody did the exact same thing every single night. And there was one night where we were like, well, we'd stay in the first pub. And the whole place cleaned out by like 11 o'clock. <laughs> had, to, had to run of the place to yourselves. <laughs> we were just like, all right, we'll just stay here. All right, grand. I'm, I'm nice and comfy and cosy. Like, ours is kind of like that. But like, there's a shit ton of pubs in my town. Mm. Like too many for the size of it. Yeah, no, I uh, think ours is the same, but they were like the three ones the young people went to. All the rest of them were like old man pubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you have a pub that was definitely like, that's where the 16-year-olds definitely get served? Oh, there were 16-year-olds working behind the bar in that pub. <laughs> <laughs> Work experience, you know, lads. I, I'd, be, I'd be walking into my last year of school going, he's three years below me, and, he, and he's serving up <laughs> fucking martinis behind the fucking young. <laughs> he's doing like like bartender tricks and everything <laughs> like he's class <laughs> that's only 14 what the fuck's he doing here ah he makes a he makes a mean daiquiri though so we can't let him go <laughs> oh, he's a man for a daiquiri boy. <laughs> we call him daiquiri Derek <laughs> his name's Glenn it's strange <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, so Sean we're gonna have to move on for our next piece of news and there, there's a few different ways I want I, I want could go here but we can get into Florida Man stories we have quite a few this week um, if you'd like but first I would like to to talk about something that really kind of creeped me out this is from maybe last week or um, a few days maybe like 10 days ago and we didn't get to talk Mm -hmm. about last week 
But it caught my eye, and I wanted to bring it up to you, Sean, because China has switched on its artificial sun, and it burned five times hotter than our actual sun, Sean. Is this not the plot of Spider-Man 2? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say anything, but this is definitely how we all die. And I know it's been a few days since this came out, but I always see this, if I see a headline like this, I always think... I gotta tell Sean we're gonna die soon. <laughs> I, I like. Why would you build an artificial sun? Because we're we're just far enough from the sun that we're grand. Yeah. Why would you bring it here? But, yeah. Why would you bring it? Why would you shit where you eat? Like you're, you know, a hundred kilometers closer or further to from the sun, we probably wouldn't be here. And another big point is. The sun, making a sun that's five times hotter than our actual sun is the opposite of solving the problem we have, which is the fact that it's not cold enough to keep all the ice caps still as ice. So This maybe is true. We need to build an ice sun. Something like that. Well, I'm no scientist, Sean. But then you, then you, have you seen Snowpiercer, Connor? Because you've essentially described the plot of Snowpiercer there. There's a plot of every movie <laughs> if you just get involved in a sun or a moon. But like, also, if the sun that we built was more powerful than our sun, what was that powered by? Um, so coal. They work for the coal industry. They were shoveling it in. We're coming back. <laughs> it took. This is why coal is dying out. It took every bit of coal on Earth to power this sun, for, and there was just a bunch of lads with shovels, just like all fucking covered in soot, <laughs> with little flat caps on them and their sleeves rolled up, and a really uh, small also, cigarette. Yeah, little like just the end of it. The. Um, also, the sun is 15 million degrees Celsius. Well, so. this sun uh, burned at 70 million degrees Celsius, Sean. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Too hot, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, <laughs> so that means this, this machine can burn almost five times hotter than the thing that is literally keeping everyone on Earth alive. Jesus and they just built this in China for the, for the laugh, like. And they, they burnt it for 17 minutes and 36 seconds, which is almost too long. That is too long to have five times the heat of the sun. Where did they... Where, where, where was... Okay, because... Okay. <laughs> because, like... How close were people to this artificial sun? They all just had a few, you know, the the science goggles. <laughs> and they were standing in the, the ones room. you get given in school, like it's just like, yeah, pop them on, you'd be no, grand. And then some of them they ran out of goggles, so they gave them the old like red and blue glasses you used to have for old three D movies. <laughs> <laughs> Here, put them well, on. It's like it's grand. right in front of me, but like how? But because you can't get close to the sun because you'll die. Mm. Like what? How did? What? <laughs> was the parameters of this experiment that I people were able to survive it and tell us um, about it no the idea is the test i feel like this is spider-man 2 because it's all just about getting renewable energy sources strong enough to fuel things so they're like right. building another sun but don't do that on the earth like <laughs> <laughs> go to the moon if anything build it near the current sun 
and just replace it when it when it burns it's out. It's a lot harder to get lads out there though, because normally the closer you get, the hotter it becomes. You go, Jesus, get a bit warmer out here. Maybe we should stop building the sun. Do you ever try to build something on a hot day, shot? They're going towards the sun and building it there. Yeah, but what if they just went at night, Connor? Is my oh, question. Oh, smart. Yeah, good thing. Yeah, see, <laughs> I'm always thinking. <laughs> um, so they're trying to figure out a way that they can keep the machine lo- running uh, for longer than 20 minutes um, and then it could, could provide a clean electricity to loads of people apparently Sean so right. done with the right intentions but definitely the reason we're all going to die I've seen Spider-Man 2 he's got the power of the sun in the palm of his hand that is mm. what Doc Ock wanted to do and he nearly killed everyone in New York this is true but like why why? Also, the longer than twenty minutes thing is terrifying, because what happens at the min? What happened? Like this one ran for seventeen and a half minutes or whatever. What if they had just left it on? What would have happened? Would it have swallowed the Earth? Because no, because I, <laughs> I love. By the way, I love that me and you are so dumb. <laughs> we're just we're still like let's go all whole hog at this. I feel no, but I feel like they need people like us on that board to be just to be absolute idiots. Lads, you know, no, but what if this happened? Yeah, but lads, why are we doing this? <laughs> if we're looking around, what's the point? Can we not just use solar power, like or water? Does anyone know where we could get solar power from? Oh, oh fuck! Uh, hang on, they oh, all just there's like a window right beside them. <laughs> But like, oh, this is going to be such a business. Because now, because they'll need funding to finish that project, right? So like, a million years in the future, like, Amazon is going to own the sun. Like, <laughs> that's twisted. That's also, why Bezos I, is getting involved with space. He just wants to get maybe, closer and closer to monetize the sun. He wants to fly to the sun mm. and put a QR code on it. Uh <laughs> You have to get primed to get to the sun faster. <laughs> have you heard of... This is completely like off topic. Uh, kind of a little bit. Have you heard of a Dyson sphere? That this is something... It's a, It's like a... It's a concept. Uh, a Dyson sphere is essentially like a cage you would put around a star to... Don't tell me Dyson are getting energy. involved with that. After- this is where I'm going with because okay, it's like this it. it's like this fantastical concept and it'd be amazing if it ever worked. But like now you're gonna get Dyson sponsoring that. Which just makes it so much less cool. <laughs> Any sponsorship at all makes things less cool. Yeah, it's gonna be like watching a game of NFL and it's like, oh and here's the Verizon Wireless Sun. <laughs> Here's the Verizon Wireless McDonald's brought to you top five plays of the day. Gone sexual. I'm just like, play the top five plays. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, oh, I just, I don't think we should be trying to make stars on the earth. But what about okay. if I said to you, you could build your own fusion reactor using that sun? I, 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 like, I, I still don't know a lot about mm. fusion reactors, Connor. I'm, I'm disappointed to say. Yeah. Uh, but anything I do know is that fusion reactors can have meltdowns and problems. I would say Not problems. Often. I, I would yeah. say problems. Um, 
You also have to deal with the waste. And I imagine running a sun to produce energy, that probably produces a lot of waste. Here, here's what so, I would say, is that, like, yeah. say any nuclear explosion through fusion mm, reactors. Nuclear. A nuclear uh, explosion, if you will, Sean. Nuclear. <laughs> um, nuclear. So, um, what we could do is, you know, if that blows up, there's still some hope that somebody's going to survive, would be my thought. Mm-hmm. You know, say, obviously, terrible disaster, Chernobyl, okay? Of course. Some people survived. I would give the idea that if this goes wrong, ain't nobody getting three seconds to know what the fuck's already happened before we are enveloped by the 70 million degree sun. Yeah, like... Because a nuclear reactor exploding... And this might be a controversial statement, but that's a bad thing to happen. <laughs> I'm coming down hard. I'm coming down. That's that's the hill I'm willing to die on. But a sun exploding, <laughs> I would argue, is one of the worst things to happen to a planet that the sun is on. I think uh, you said one of the worst things. <laughs> Another one. Britain's got talent. <laughs> We're going to keep going. Piers Morgan. <laughs> But, but like, because closest planet to the sun, Mercury. Yeah. It's too close to the sun to sustain life. So why would we put a sun where all the life is? I think what you do instead, you get the spaceship, fly away from the sun, okay? You go past Mars. You go past all the lads, right? Yeah. If you want to do a big loop, you can. Like, go go closer, then go around. Get that, get that boost, by going around the sun, come back Get the around. old slingshot effect the around The old slingshot Saturn, effect. If I've ever seen a movie, that's what works. Okay? But you're going further Tune in for away. the Moonfall review coming next month, oh, by I the way. Oh, I can't wait. There's going to be all this science nonsense. Um, <laughs> me and you just not knowing what we're talking about. Uh, but to be fair, either is Roland Emmerich. So... Yeah, we're just go, saying it confidently. Go to a cold planet, Neptune. Neptune, um, one of the coldest planets. Uranus. Um, <laughs> stop <laughs> Pluto <laughs> it's a planet <laughs> it's, when, when we were growing up it was um, yeah. put the artificial sun there and then you'll be able to live there Thoughts? Fucking, so okay yeah so leave our sun where it is right uh, that's fine leave it there it's grand and look if you want to get rid of Pluto that badly replace it with another sun because then what you have, if gravity wasn't a thing and it wouldn't fuck up our Earth's orbit, like, irrevocably, you would have two suns. So you would have, like, a world of always daytime, Connor, where you never have to sleep, you get so much done in the day, you can do a load of podcasts with I'm, your I'm best going, friend. I'm going back. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I'll remove, remove the other sun. World of always remove nighttime, please. Suns. <laughs> I'm done. Just get, just leave Uranus. That's all I need. <laughs> That's my, oh, my last on. words. Come on. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. We're all going to die from that. Don't worry about it. Um, we're all going to die eventually anyway, though. So anyway, like, so it's grand. Know, take comfort that in that. probably speed up the process. <laughs> yeah. Everyone calm down. We're all going to die anyway. <laughs> guys, guys, it's fine. <laughs> Guys, nothing matters, but in, like, the best way. Just take it easy. You'll have fun. It'll be fine. 
Uh, so we're moving on, Sean, to Florida. And there's ah, a few stories this week from Florida. Um, one really caught my eye, though, was the Maryland Firefighters Rescue Team. Because oh. they got called out on a mission because there was a man stuck in a chimney. And I... Oh. Go on. Could, no, could it be? <laughs> I feel it's a bit late. Um, it takes him a while to get to Florida. Um, <laughs> are, is Maryland in Florida? Maybe it isn't in Florida. Oh my God, maybe I've got my geography wrong. I think it's pronounced Maryland as well, but like it's... it's not. I know a load of Marys it, and they have a load of land. Maryland. Do they? Your, do mm-hmm. your Marys have road frontage? Maryland <laughs> is in Washington? Yeah, I do that. Uh, it's a mid-Atlantic... Oh, it's a state! Maryland's a state? We didn't know that at all. What the fuck, America? What's going on? What's going on? That can't be big enough to be a state. Population of six million people. Bigger than Ireland. You're telling me that's a state and, like, say, I'm going to just name Cleveland. Yeah. This, I, I would, in my head, Cleveland is much bigger than that. It, yeah, and, like, Dayton... In Ohio. We're just naming Ohio places. We're we're just naming places we don't know. Detroit. (laughs) Home of the 12 best rappers in Detroit, but they could only find six. D12. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of another. (laughs) San Diego. Oh, that's not a state. That's in California. But it should be a state, in my opinion. Los, Los Angeles. Las like, Vegas, on, guys. Is that a state? Ne- that's not a state. No, that's in Nevada, that's Connor. In Nevada. But it should be a state. That's uh, New New York. That's a state as well, I suppose. But <laughs> it's a city mainly. <laughs> we, I love. By the way, we do not cover American geography um, in our. Not schools. very well. No, you might. You no, might be shocked to know. No, we we learn America's the big one over there. Yeah, uh, and then. There's a solid two years that you just learn about what England did to us. <laughs> That's literally the best description of our education. It's like, right, America's over there. Columbus, he was around, uh, you know, the late fucking 1400s. He was around there, yeah. 70, uh, around that area, right? He's fine. Um, they had a big civil war. It was a whole thing, right? Let's not get into yeah. that. More importantly, lads. No English lads over there, right? Let me tell you something. For for the next three years, everyone huddles in. (laughs) It's been like, God, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Now, let me tell you what happens the next year. (laughs) My history book legitimately had three pages on Christopher Columbus and then about 40 on just like Irish-English relations on the famine, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and they stole our land and they stole our food anyway Columbus <laughs> was over there to the left he was doing so yeah, he went to he went to Portugal first and they said no so then he went to Spain to get yeah. shit but anyway fucking bread right we couldn't yeah. get bread for a very long time the, the fucking potatoes were black and we were all fucking oh we were raging boys yellow meal they gave us yellow meal to eat it's just fucking green I love bites. the fact that we got on this because I accidentally said Florida. I know, yeah. <laughs> Maryland. So um, what's happening in Maryland these days with this I'm rescue I'm going to keep team? calling it Maryland just because that's how I read it, Sean. 
Um, That's fine, Connor. You do what yeah. you want to do. Uh, whatever so the firefighters there, Shod, uh, they were called out because there was a man stuck in a chimney. And their quote was, and I cannot stress enough how right this quote is, but simultaneously not needed to be said. Because they gave this interview to the to the press and they said, he was not authorised to be there. And to be Wasn't honest... a qualified chimney inspector. <laughs> they were like checking his pass. <laughs> like while he was down there, can you reach into your pocket? <laughs> yeah, can you show me your badge, sir? <laughs> um, so, um, a man stuck in a chimney in Montgomery County uh, was rescued after two dozen firefighters responded, breaking through a wall and dismantling part of the chimney brick by brick to free him, officials said. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot of work to free this one. Could they not have... Maybe it, it was more work, but could they not have gotten an elaborate pulley system to bring him out of the chimney? They needed you on the site to maybe give them these great ideas. Joe, there was one said, this is the, entirely... I don't believe I remember this, but there was a building in my town um, that was due to be knocked down, but the chimney on the building was protected. Like the the method of construction or some shit was uh, of his of significance, and so they had to mark that the number one two three like all the way around the bricks on the chimney, remove that separately from the house due to be demolished, and rebuild it somewhere else. <laughs> so you're just telling me on the floor it was just a chimney that was like two foot tall. I d- I think they might have put it on another like reconstructed building hmm. you know like not just like oh we have it in the town square and we now dance we around it at easter in the town square you know how it is the old chimney square the old chimney square oh we all you go there with your best gal on a weekend that, that was also in our history books but like underneath it was like and the fucking english wanted that as well the pricks <laughs> like, all right, very, very aggressive our history so, books. just everything's so aggressive um, so sean they turn up they start taking par- apart this chimney brick by brick. Um, a resident mm. of the family home... Paramore. Um, <laughs> boring brick indeed. Um, so the resident of the home called the police after, he, after hearing rustling that he thought was coming from outside at half three in the morning. Um, right. Officers responded, but they found no signs of an attempted break-in. And they left. Oh, they, so they came... They saw nothing, and they just pieced out. Well, I mean, you check the outside, you check the inside, there's not a broken, there's nobody there, there's nobody within, like, 50 feet of the house. But now they're, like, th- there's going to be at least one officer who was, like, who called out to investigate that house, that no matter what investigation he's ever called out on in the future, he's going to check the chimney. You'd have to check the chimney. So Every the po- time. The police come out, they check, they're like... We can't see anything. There's just there's nothing here. I was like, I could definitely hear. It's not a ghost in a pub. I could definitely hear somebody there. <clears throat> so the police they drive home. They they're they're sick of it, Sean. An hour later, the resident said he heard moaning inside a wall of the home, and then could, and proceeded to ring the police again. <laughs> when they returned, <laughs> they noticed the top of the chimney had been removed. Okay, so he took the full on, like, the cap off the chimney and just hopped down? Like, yeah, that's a long... 
he he like, Allen the Santa Claus it. But he doesn't have Santa Claus powers, does he? He doesn't. I can only assume he doesn't. Like, chimneys aren't that big. Like, that's the reason, like, Santa Claus, who is real, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, he's magical, so he's able to fit down chimneys, even though he's, like, like an obese man. So... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't actually remove him until half seven in the morning. Fuck, how long was he in that? Four hours well, at they, least? They, it got called in for about, at about half three that the guy heard noise. Oh, gee. so he's, I'm going to put him at like a comfy five hours in that chimney. Yeah, because you try to escape yourself multiple times before you start making real noise and panicking, I'm assuming. Yeah. At least I suppose you have you have air, like, but but it's also f- like the walls, and every time you move, you're <laughs> dropping like soot on yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's it's what gave people the black lung back in the day. But you have that to breathe, so don't yeah, worry. You'd be fine. Uh, you'd be fine. You'd be grand. And then, like, when the police came the first time, there must have been a, a, like a debate in his head of like, okay, I'll be in trouble. If I get caught, yeah, but I might die if I'm not caught. So it's it's the it's the old no. I love the idea that the police arrive and he's still in like criminal mode. That he's like, stay fucking quiet. I'm exactly where I want to be. <laughs> Just his training kicks in. <laughs> like they'll never find me in here. I'm in the best hide and seek spot ever. They'll never find me. And then like five seconds later, he keeps trying and he can't escape. He's like, they'll never find me. Oh no, they'll never find me. I'm no gonna one die. will ever find me. <laughs> yeah, so they have to basically spend four and a half hours getting this man out of the chimney brick by boring brick. Um, and so they had flashlights, they had ladders. Apparently they had, sorry, floodlights, ladders, shovels and other equipment. To bring into the sitting room of the home to break him out that way. Oh, so they went like through the house up. I suppose, yeah, yeah gravity is working for you. And it's easier to get him down than up at that point. So they had to just keep removing bricks until they removed like the five bricks that were holding him in. That's ridiculous. Like, you'd feel. I mean, you were getting burgled, so, like, you'd feel bad if it was your house. But, like, at least they probably cleaned the chimney for him afterwards, wouldn't they? They wouldn't need to. It's all around the sitting room. All the soot. Okay, well, then, follow-up question. Do you think they cleaned that up, or did your man have to do it? Uh, no, I think the police just leave <laughs> at that stage. Once they have the criminal, they're like, oh, and that's our work done for the day. Didn't we stop you getting robbed, didn't we? Right, so... Well, technically the chimney stopped him, officer. Maybe the chimney needs its own medal of valour. <laughs> and, like, if anything, you've caused damage to my house. <laughs> Sean, what do you think of this criminal now? I I love... There has... Yeah, there's always a moment that any of these stories where it becomes, I'm in control, I'm the best criminal ever, oh no, I'm gonna die. And at that moment, he has to wait fair... Take into account he's going to start, start screaming because he needs help. Yeah, and I think you can chart that. Like, as this man is on the roof, like, n- legs over the chimney ready to dive in, 
he's like, I'm the, I'm a fucking genius. I'm the best criminal ever. Why did he ever. take the chimney? Was the best mode of entry into the home. I, it must have been the Christmas season got it in his head. But I also like it's also it's it's a big risk because even if the fire is not lit, mm. you still have to like land on a metal grate, and that's going to make noise. Yeah, like so, even in any sort of fire, you're there's so many. Obviously, Santa could overcome any of these issues, but for a regular person, Sean, the issues is could be lit. Even if it's not lit, is there embers there? You land in those embers, they can still be hot. You you could still burn the soles of your feet. It's not going to be good. Yeah, and even if you're wearing boots, now you, now they can track your boot prints all over the place. You take you, like you stand in it, then you walk on the carpet. Carpet goes up in flames. You've already you've brought the the embers across the room. Brought the embers across the room. Now you now you're dead. Now now the person you were burgling is dead. Now you're up for murder. Fire safety is a vital this time of year, guys. <laughs> Let's all just especially in Maryland, <laughs> the shittest theme park to ever exist. Sean, <laughs> um, I feel like we're going to have to finish off this week with Florida Man because I I. I feel I do have another Florida Man story from this week, but we can talk about it next week. And that that's the great thing about this. Florida Man always gets up to hijinks. So if we go and get to them all one week, we can carry them over and bring them across next week. Because I have Something Florida to Man. To, yeah. Florida Man stops to charge ankle monitor while committing another crime. Faces Grand Theft Auto. What? Okay. I don't know enough about ankle monitors, but I have two questions. Number one, they show the police your location, right? So why would you charge it? And number two, I never considered that you would have to charge an ankle monitor. The man, Joshua Shane Crider, even approached one caller, one of the callers to the police, and asked if he could use their electrical outlet to charge his ankle monitor while he was here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so sorry while I'm reprimanded in custody while I'm robbing you would you mind if I just maybe charge my ankle monitor because they, they get really mad if I'm not actually wearing it like the police get real pissy at that do you have, do you have a phone chart no no Android no 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 sorry. no no the new Android no sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> so the detective approached Crider who is allegedly behaving strangely and while the detective Pacheco, Pacheco attempted to figure out what was going on, so he's trying to figure it out, Crider reached into his pockets, causing the detective to hear several suspicious clicking sounds while he was in his oh. pocket. Always a poor move. You get approached by a detective. Let me just reach into my pockets, officer, for some unknown item I have in there. What he's doing is he's solving a padlock and putting it in a sock. <laughs> Brought it's, it always, back. it's always the go-to <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the peak weapon <laughs> why a padlock I don't know it's just it's heavy isn't it like it's, it's way, I feel you get a good swing on it <laughs> oh yeah um, when the suspect uh, refused to keep his hands visible which I mean good call from the detective let me see your hands yeah he was immediately handcuffed. <laughs> the detective f- then found a box cutter in his pocket with the blade in his pocket. Not opened, but he also had a blade in his pocket. So his idea was that he was 
reaching into his pocket that had an unopened blade and a box cutter in it, and he didn't think the detective would react in a way to say, maybe take your hands out of your pocket, I feel like I might be in a chance of dying here. But was that like a security measure that he placed on himself? Like, because if they find me, they'll see that the blade is not in the box cutter at the time. So I couldn't have meant any harm. And the reason why they all got called out, by the way, is because he was in a car that he had stolen, riding through people's uh, gardens, all through the front. So he's got the ca- he's got the tag on his on his ankle. He's got the monitor. He's decided to steal a car. You're thinking, lay low. You've got the car. Get home. Mm. That's all you can do. No, no. Let me cause as much ruckus as possible. Bring as much attention towards me. Let me continue to drive through homeowners' gardens until they ring the police. It's like playing GTA on hard mode. It's like as soon as you get in that car, yeah, it's two stars, but you can lose that easy. But next minute, this man has a tank after him. (laughs) He's like, how do I get more attention on me? Because they already (laughs) know where I am by my monitor. Because they track me because it's attached to my oh, leg. Do, do they know that I have a monitor? I'll, ha- I'll ask one of the neighbours, can I charge my, monitor, my ankle monitor? Then they'll definitely know that I have an ankle monitor. Would a court see that as, like, favourable, though? That, like, oh, he, uh, he took the time to charge his ankle monitor, so that's responsible. Let's knock five years off. Yeah, he only killed four people in the hit and run, but he asked to charge his monitor twice. So... Swings so, and roundabouts, you know, your honour. He did hit many swings and many roundabouts, that is <laughs> yes. true. And there were several children on them at the time, but at the same time, though, he was fully charged. He didn't want that thing to go. He did No, 99%, that's impressive these days. <laughs> and he didn't charge it overnight, your honour. Your honour, I cannot stress enough how vital it is that he was fully charged so we always knew where he was when he was committing his crimes. Can't we all agree... That was the proper thing to do. This man specifically asked for a portable power pack ankle monitor. He has one on each ankle. Like, your honour. Like, that's that's a responsible man right there. His legs weigh a ton. (laughs) He's walking around just like swinging them. (laughs) He's got jeans just made of cable at this point. They call me Cyborg cyborg Man. (laughs) Uh, the government knows where I am at all times. Let's commit a crime together. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that he tried to get an accomplice and they were like, lad, we literally cannot get away. Like, if I go <laughs> with you... They will follow us. They will follow us everywhere. You have the one thing we don't need in a crime. You seem like a nice guy, but Jesus, this is this is a lot to ask of someone. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you feel about Florida man's thoughts here? I don't want to say noble, but like, mm. he, it's like he, maybe, maybe, I think he maybe just caught sense towards the end of the crime. I was like, he remembered one thing and it was just like, okay, the ankle monitor needs to be charged. Once I do yeah. that, everything will be fine. Like they, they might forgive me for all the other crimes of the, the car robbery and the driving through people's gardens. It's like, why'd you steal the car? Well, I was low on charge mm. and I didn't want to get into trouble. Yes. So, very had good. to get to a PowerPoint very quickly, you see. You know, now, all cyborg legs. <laughs> he needs loving as well. 
<laughs> Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. It's been it's been quite the week. Uh, a lot of crime, a lot of crime this week. But like a lot of crime and ghosts. That's... And would you consider farting in a in a? Well, I was going to say farting in a chimney. But farting in the doorbell as a crime. If there's one place you don't want to fart. Oh, it's a that's going to cause. Let me ruckus. tell you, that's going to cause the, uh, ruckus. I don't know. Farting in front of the doorbell, I still see it as more uh, mischief, unsettling mischief. I would call it. Okay, uh, that's fair enough. Or shit housery, for want of a better housery. term. But would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and then next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. Shoutouts, of course, go to The City Is Yours, Jared Leto. Don't Let the Moon Fall on the second jungle cruise to the centre of the Earth. Jumanji Flashpoint. I, I do feel, Waffles, you might have lost it towards the end there. It was going so well. It's going so, so well. It's one of the best. One of the best. But then you have to bring in Flashpoint right at the end. And I am a Marvel <laughs> fanboy, as we all know. Uh, thanks to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Wrighttime Evanson, Sean Groyer Mo for a bro Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna wants you to all to adopt, not shop, and remember to spay and neuter all your pets. She is totally a crazy cat lady and likes everyone to know this fact. Helm Roos, on the way back from town today, uh, a little cat came up and let me rub his head. So Aww. I'm also on the cat train at the minute. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, Lil Dicky, before anyone could answer, Jared turned into Morbius and Florida Man turned into a Moonfall McGrew. Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, Sammy DeLucia, Michelle seriously cannot keep up with changing her name Brown, and Morbius and Venom decided that Moonfall was so shit, they went on a rampage too. Luke Hoth, that one's, it's still annoyingly good. It offends me. They're getting better. Uh, but they're getting better but thank you everyone for your continued support if you want to join those fine people head on over to the Patreon other ways you can help out the show uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening on if you could leave a like and a review on that it helps to get us up in the rankings helps let more people listen to us I know that Spotify it's only kind of a recent addition so I think they're favouring it quite heavily so if you wouldn't mind awfully uh, leaving a rating on there that would be absolutely amazing we do have a merch store link below. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilman's Discussion Group. Instagram then is Heroes for Hire Podcast. But the best way to ever, ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Miller. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.